0: This week, on Who Corner to Corner, dun dun, dun, Thrill as Paul and Jeff discuss cliffhangers in Doctor Who. Marvel at the suspense of waiting for one whole week for the next episode to tell you what happened after the Doctor was just about to die, or whether his companion was about to meet a particularly grisly end at the feet of the hands of some evil, vicious-looking monster. Uh, that was just revealed merely a second before you went to bed as a kid and spent the whole week traumatised! <laughs> oh, how was that mate? Was that alright? Yeah. Uh, do get my uh, money now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks. That was <laughs> hard work. <laughs> Still no call from Big Finish for voice work for you. Do you know what?
0: When you when, when you said to me, literally, what, five seconds ago, do you want to do the introduction for this? I had no idea what was going to come out of my face right there. <laughs> um, but that was it. That, that's what I did. So, um, yes, welcome, listeners, to a, a thrilling, spectacular, suspense-filled episode of your favourite Doctor Who podcast. It's Who Corner to Corner with me, Paul, and my good friend, Jeff, over there in the corner. Hi, Jeff. How you doing, buddy? Hello. I'm good. You're right. Yes, I'm good. Thank you. I'm in a I'm in a very good mood because I've uh, I've been away for a week. I've had a whole week on holidays. Um, the experience was slightly tainted by the fact I bought a bad t-shirt in Forbidden Planet, which is no fault of Forbidden Planet. It's entirely my daughter's, and I'm blaming her for it completely.
1: Yeah, well, uh, y- you know, um, she didn't even get the right size. It's not like she was surreptitiously trying to get you to buy her a t-shirt.
0: Uh, You'd think so, wouldn't you? Look at that. It's a brilliant T-shirt. It's uh, the only problem is it is it is it is a cut for a woman, um, which is not great um, because I have a rather, shall we say, portly figure, um, rather broad on the shoulders. You know, Um, the um... boob space is good, but um, but the but the rest of it sadly is a little bit narrow down there. So, um, you're yeah,
1: quite but. S- svelte, but uh, it was, I'll oh, you, darling, mm. triple XL. I think you got there,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, it's just, it's just the wrong size <laughs> completely. <The right laughs> everything so, uh, and you, you know, because I'm, I'm one of these guys who, when somebody says to you, do you want a receipt for that, mate? I'm too cool to say, yeah, please give me the receipt, you know, unless yeah. I n- really need it for expenses or something. But I'm like, no, it's fine, <laughs> keep your receipt, <laughs> yeah. let's save the planet. But no, if I'd had the receipt for it, I could probably get a you refund in exchange for something yeah, so we'll sort will, something um, out with that
1: that teach you that a couple of seconds to get the receipt on something like that could, exactly could yeah. invaluable
0: yeah. yeah, and also take your glasses because the reason I asked Freya to find me one is it's not really her fault, it's actually my fault. Is because, um, you know, being slightly short of sight in, in my old age, mate, you know, I, could, I, did, I, I did have my, my reading glasses with me, but I'm in Forbidden Planet full of cool, nerdy people, full of cool, nerdy stuff. And, and, and I didn't want to put my reading glass on because I'd look less cool. You know, then well, I already I, do. I'm I mean, sure you would not have, that I look uh, massively cool <laughs> anyway, but you know, <laughs> I'd have looked even less thought. cool, right? They put my and you know, so I um, I said to Frey, yeah, just find me the right t-shirt, right size. You know, what I want. She found it. She goes, there you go. <laughs> I stuck it down to the till without <laughs> looking at it. <laughs> you, need to, oh, you need to ask me if
1: she was if she was pranking you. you know, uh, it's yeah, annoying. she probably was. <laughs> um, when you order a t-shirt online and it comes mm. and uh, the. The print is not quite what you were uh, expecting. Well,
0: you had that, yeah, you had that, didn't you? I, I um, did, yeah, because this this isn't quite what I thought it was going to no. be. To be honest, There's at um, least one figure missing off of that, and it's yeah. just a kind of a stick on with a with an iron, <laughs> which yeah. I could have done myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and um, I've bought t-shirts before, and they end up yeah. coming, and they're like one microbe thin, you know, material, mm. which you know I'm not going to wear that. Or you think, oh, it's as good, you know, and then you whack it in the wash, and then it shrinks.
0: And it's unwearable. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so t- t- but I'll t- to tell you be honest, what: the quality on that t-shirt is well, is fantastic, beautiful. Do you know
1: what? The the um, Forbidden Planet shirts are mm. you know are brilliant. I have my um, Nikola Tesla episode one
0: with the, the oh yeah, the yes, line yes, and, uh, yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. With the with the lightning bolts, the one that uh, Jenny awesome. Whittaker said uh, awesome t-shirt, mate. She
0: remarks on that. She remarks, yeah, she did, awesome yeah. t-shirt, Jeff. She said,
1: and I've had that a couple of years now, and I also have. A, a, a one, a white one with a TARDIS on it. It says, "What would the Doctor do?" And that's, you know, the
0: print's still good. Like you know, it. Shirt's all yeah, good. that's it Couple yeah that's it you, you pay for the quality that's why yeah. I'm gutted because I was happy to pay for the quality It's mm. hanging it up as well so you're able to touch and feel it and that's the whole great thing yeah. about going to the shop isn't it you get that yeah, that absolutely. tactile experience which you don't get online I thought wow I'm no. here I'm in London I'm in Forbidden Planet surrounded by all this stuff and there was a brilliant brilliant Doctor Who spread all over the shop yeah. I mean there, there was a corner of it with, with lots of other stuff as well like I saw as well you'd like this the, the omnibus edition of the Aliens novels which I was gonna get I could have spent tons of cash in yeah it. that's but difficult. the only thing the only yeah. reason I didn't and the only reason, the only reason Frey didn't as well it, is because we thought we're gonna be kiting stuff around London a t-shirt's fine and just slip into the wife's bag without her even noticing she didn't <laughs> even notice I so slipped it in there so she ended up carrying it around cause they went to see Hamilton or something so mm. you know so um yeah she didn't even realize whereas me and my other daughter were just cutting around London, enjoying the sights. Oh, look at that rather rather lovely clock! <laughs> and look at that little palace there, and stuff like that. But yeah, it was good fun. It was great. You know but what yes, you could do um, with the T-shirt? You could um, is
1: um, cut out the uh, Tardis uh, door uh-huh, uh-huh, text uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and frame it.
0: Well, do you know what? Because I saw the actual plate where they the, the sort of metal plastic-y, it's probably plastic, it's probably acrylic or something, mm. you know, like a plate. And I was going to stick it at my door right mm. there, pull to open, and all the officers respond to calls and that kind of thing. So I was, yeah. was going to get the actual plate. But yeah, now you mention it, um, I could do the t shirt. I, I, I can't cut it up.
1: I was just going to no. flog it on eBay. I no. can't cut it up.
0: No. Well, you, well, I should say, you, you, you could, we could give it away, but... Um, it, <gasps> we could give this away as a prize. It's unopened. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll decide what to do yes. with this T-shirt. Because yeah, it yeah, is yeah, a massive yeah. one, so it's probably not it much, much use for anyone, really. <laughs> it's rather large. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So we are talking cliffhangers tonight, aren't mm-hmm. we? Yes, we and, are, my friend. Um, we are
0: talking about Doctor Who's worthy cliffhangers.
1: A cliffhanger is... Uh, well, I'm sure everyone knows what they are, but they're one of my favourite things um to yes. to have. And um yes. some some shows have mm-hmm. you know, a regular cliffhanger. A lot of American TV does when you've got, you know, well you know twenty two episodes a season or or even eight, you know, eight or ten or whatever. Um but Doctor Who, in the modern era, doesn't really have that as much because it's generally you know sort of weekly episode standalone mm. there's not much of a, a continuation on them but the classic series of course is uh, is overflowing renowned
0: cliffhangers. for cliffhangers yeah yeah
1: and um i was thinking about it earlier and um mm. c- quite a few of my the most sort of memorable uh cliffhangers that i yes have are from sort of ender series on shows so I'm thinking of like <clears throat> series uh, four of Alias, where um, Jennifer Garner is driving along with um, uh, Vaughan, I think his name was, who, who's sort of a the
0: CIA dude.
1: Yeah, CIA guy. He's like the on-off love sort of thing. And, yeah. um I'm just going to say what happens because it's years old now, and if you haven't seen, be careful because you know.
0: I'm trying to think if I seen. I think I have seen series four and a little bit of series five.
1: Okay, and um, he he says. Uh, I need to tell you that my name's not Vaughan and I don't work for the CIA. Yes, that's and then, it. Yeah. Then, they, then they get hit by a car. Mm. Uh, and there's a the
0: whole thing about his dad or something, which I haven't seen yet, seen that play out because yeah. uh, that's in series five, I yeah. think. And it was a, mm. you know, whatever the reveal is going to be from his revelation. In fact, mate, do you know what? Actually, thinking about, it. I think that's as far as I've got. I don't think oh, really? I've seen series five. I think I series saw that five
1: introduces the sort of half sister of Sydney.
0: Through, no stop right there stop this is not an alias podcast as much no, as i love it and i but not. i do intend to return to that world i'm trying to convince freya to watch it because i just oh, know it's yeah. just the kind of thing that she would love you know and she, fact, she, she does love a strong kick-ass kind of uh, uh, yeah, hero she'd
1: like it and um, particularly uh, the season mm. two uh, uh, finale was particularly good cliffhanger in that uh, which kind of you know, blew everything in the show kind of wide open. Yes, And um, yes. But I remember series one was just uh, almost week by week bangers of cliffhangers. Mm. That, that were it was,
0: and and a lot of them weren't really resolved though. If no. I recall, because it's that typical kind of J.J. Abrams thing, where we'll yeah. set up some really great frame to keep people watching, people, and then it just gets forgotten about. It just yeah. gets fritted away, or it's no. it's sort of answered, but it's it opens a whole bunch more questions, yeah. which mostly is fine. That works really well on Lost, up to a point, I think, well, and then it's got they really really tiresome. D- didn't have any idea what they were doing. Now, see one of
1: my top cliffhanger choices was yes. one where a few people... Are we said, on Doctor we, Who or are we still on other programs? Yes, programmes? sorry, we're, we're on Doctor Who. Said, um, oh, well, it doesn't really, you know, it gets resolved really quickly the week after. Well, I thought, mm. so? The the cliffhanger... <laughs> <laughs> I know what
0: you're going to say right now, my friend. The, the, is the
1: cliffhanger... It? <laughs> yes, it is. The cliffhanger was the worth
0: the, the price of admission
1: mm. alone. And, and that in itself, you know, it, it's the cliffhanger. Mm. I'm not. I'm. I'm less concerned about the resolution of it
0: being because you know it's the Doctor, right? You know she's gonna get out of it somehow, and the story's got to move along, and blah 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 blah, and and all that kind of thing. Did
1: did anyone really seriously think in a six-episode series the Doctor was going to be out of the?
0: (laughs) Game yeah, <laughs> for an you entire know? episode. Maybe in original she she would have been Maybe. you know Maybe, an original yeah. concept. She might have spent more time as a weeping angel. Yeah. But yeah, because it, it it was kind of truncated, wasn't it? it's just yeah. cut to the chase. So just get know. to it. It's essentially how it, it's a way of getting her from a place to another place. Yeah, and the angel's having a, a bit of a, a bit of psychological fun yeah. at her and expense was, whilst doing it.
1: I, I mean, I thought it was great, but and it, and it didn't bother mm. me that it was resolved quite quickly. Um, Transport I'm just her also as, a, as an angel. Yes,
0: yes. um
1: from films surely the Infinity War uh, ending slash
0: cliff. that was good yes right. we're talking it's Marvel now right
1: yeah uh, sorry because uh, you don't often get a cliffhanger in a film I mm. mean I remember the um, Matrix Reloaded had a,
0: had a cliffhanger did it? Um, yeah um, was it where, actually a cliffhanger um, or did it just kind of stop?
1: no it did it, it, it had, which one was um, that was that the second film? The second that one. was the second the, one the, one, the, yeah, the yeah, ship yeah. Uh, gets blown the up the one that and I the, fell
0: asleep uh, in <laughs> <Did it>?
1: um <laughs> And so it's quite unusual to get a. That's really
0: rig. flipping boring. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> if, so um, if you're a Matrix fan, I need you to tweet me. <laughs> uh. No, don't get me wrong. I love The Matrix. The first film, brilliant. Absolutely ground baking, astonishing. Let, let me put this to you. Superb on every single level. The second one, the third one, let, I don't know. I can't even remember let, if I watched it. Let me it or put not. this to you. It was about some alien mechie type stuff, just doing the usual kind of alien mechi thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Not really. So my yeah, question of, yeah, did was. you just not get it? <laughs> I did get it, mate. I understood it. This is me you're talking to, right? Yeah. I just thought it was a bit shite. I, I really liked
1: um, <laughs> uh, what do they call it? Resur- Resur- no, the recent one. Resurrections. Resurrections. Yeah, it was Resurrections. Matrix it? Resurrections. Yeah. It's it's yeah.
0: recorded on my Skybox and yeah. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get the courage to spend the best part of two and a bit hours of my life sitting through it.
1: I think if you're a fan, it's it's made yeah. for you. It's it's not a film that, you know, mm. a hater or a casual audience member is gonna watch and go, Oh, that's really good. Because Mm. It, it's very kind of intricate with with stuff, you know, and it gets quite sort of meta and and you know self referential mm. and things. And you know, it's it's very clever and it's very layered and, and it was really good. What you know, so.
0: Resurrections is it? Yeah, yeah. I might give it yeah. a go if it tests so, my intellectual capacity. Then it's I a shame I, I, that, um, I certainly shall.
1: It's mm. a shame that there'll be well probably won't be any more sequels. But as a sort of, uh, like there's only mm, so much
0: you can flog a dead horse. Well, that's true. You know?
1: But it, it but it did enough to sort of. Sort of restart it all. In a what, bit.
0: What, what you said a, a, a few podcasts ago, and you were saying, "Does the world need another Indiana Jones film? Do we mm. need a, a, another Matrix film? what did, no, something different?" Uh, well, what I was going to say um, is, it works to mm. uh, act as a, you know, belated
1: full stop type that, of everything. So even if there's no okay. more, actually, it, it works as it is,
0: and, and I terminate I films. I just, just keep. keep doing them don't they every now and then they think oh it's a great idea let's bring back Terminator yeah can we get Schwarzenegger well we got him for about five minutes and (laughs) it's going to cost us 140 million dollars but uh well, no, no, we don't need Schwarzenegger and whatever. We don't need them. We don't have. That. We got a copyright on the property. Well, we can use this and we can use that, but we can't use pretty much everything that defines it as Terminator. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll make some other shit up then. Okay. How long we got? Well, we got about two weeks. Uh, we literally got to get it all signed off. We Got to get the script signed off tonight. <laughs> That's it. Well, just bring some shit in from all kinds of different places. Stick a Terminator label on it. Give it. A, we can call it Terminator. Well, we've got to look into that. Actually, the copyright isn't very clear, but <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm just messing. Ah, it's exactly like that in the halls of Hollywood. I'm telling you, that's exactly, exactly how it goes. Not mm-hmm. at the moment.
1: Yeah, at the moment, they're trying. To well, no,
0: not at the moment. It's all a bit of a grind to a bit of a halt. Anyway, yes. So yes. <laughs> but you're right yeah there are some big cliffhangers and, and I do like a good cliffhanger in mm. a movie as well if we know we're going to get a series of them so you're going back to your um, Infinity War that, that was astonishing wasn't it because mm. it was like the Avengers lost you know and I'm yeah. like oh no the superheroes have lost know, they never lose but oh and, what's going to happen and I saw people online saying oh, you know, of course it will get resolved well, yes, I told you Jeff never look at people online no, never the, look the at what they the point is saying.
1: Is that you know, like you said, that they never lose. Yeah. They did a major film where the bad guy won, yeah. and people were literally gone. And how's it all going to come back into you know? How's it going to come back again? And it was yeah, exactly. not resolved within five. See, I,
0: I look at the, I look at Infinity War as as, as the first act of, uh, and it's like Endgame, isn't it? Really, it's like yeah. I just look at that as one continual yeah. movie and, and with it a couple does of work. movies in, three movies work. in between, two, three. Uh, so I can't remember. And it does work three.
1: very well. Yeah. Because, um, you know, its own film. You you could mm, watch that it and does. be satisfied. You know, so yes. it's not it's not part one and part two. You know, it's it's two two separate films mm. that link together.
0: As um just, just as, as an aside here dear listeners if um, you ever care to check out our Marvel podcast MCU C2C Corners corners, see we Did That Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you bad, will find that bad, we bad. did two episodes on we did two podcasts on Infinity War each one of those was about an hour and a half long mm, i yeah, think and for f- Endgame we did three podcasts yes. three that yes, were we about did, yeah. the same sort of length, weren't they? From an hour and a half to two hours long. So we yes. did three podcasts just on Endgame alone that yeah. were longer than Endgame itself. <laughs> but there it was so much to talk about. It was, it now it we, was, just, and we were just remember, talking about it. And we thought, oh, my God, look at the time. We have to uh, pack this up and, and get another episode out of it. Yeah. And we thought we'd do it in two. But no, we had another one in there. So it's just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> our, um, our
1: friend Cooper Hilliard was good, said we, we talked... About Endgame for longer than Endgame. Yeah, Actually, I know. It was. was it Cooper yeah. who said that? Yeah, it was Cooper. Uh, yeah, oh
0: dear. that was that was hilarious. <laughs> that was. But it's a great podcast. Check it out. It,
1: it was well, yeah. We might restart MCU it. I've, I've been re-watching. Um, in the last couple of weeks, I've watched um, Eternals, mm. uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, um, Ant Man: Quantumania again. So I'm.
0: I'm oh, I see. I, yeah, I'm yet to see um Quantumania. I haven't I haven't seen mm. it yet. Well, but uh, uh, it, just it's, it looks like
1: fun. The the internet's uh, review is inaccurate.
0: I, I don't read uh, any reviews. Honestly, I kid you not. I I, don't I read I no reviews like until I until I until I've watched the film. I might yeah. pick up a whiff of something because you generally pick up something as you go through mm. Twitter and oh sorry X <laughs> and whatever <laughs> as you Philips. go through X it sounds a bit of shit, doesn't it? As you go Metal, through X, yeah. what the hell is that? You know, seriously, Ooh. Elon, what the fuck? I'm on my X. fifth hit of X today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just looking through X. What's that, like a porn site or something? <laughs> you know? God, honestly guys are nutter anyway sorry that aside yes. um i forgot what we are talking about what were we talking about cliffhangers Cliff right yes so also don't forget you have the um and this, this is where the all the all come from isn't it is the old um archaeo- uh, the old serials of the black and white days the pre-historical yep. you know when uh, when we used to go around in caves and and you know not have much to do through the day so we just used to go down to cinema and watch flash gordon and champion the wonder Horse and yep. uh, but rogers and all that sort of stuff because that's how they get bums on seats next time isn't it and i think yeah. a lot of times the writers had no idea what was going to happen the following week anyway they just write this stuff build it up and write, that'll do that's the cliffhanger and then we've got to somehow resolve it for next week i know um or at least i've heard that this is how um terry nation and oh can i remember his name was it donald cotton or dennis spooner wrote the Daleks master plan um, years and years and years ago. They literally did, like, um, yeah, Dennis Spooner. They literally did one episode each, almost. You know, so really? Terranation, write an episode. Dennis Spooner, who's the, the story editor, would, would write another episode. Or was it Don? No, Dennis Spooner. Anyway, and, and they would, the, the, the legend goes that they would try to outdo each other in their <laughs> cliffhangers. So it's like, go on, Dennis. Get out of that one, will you? Hey? <laughs> and Dennis would be like, oh, you what's he done here? how no, fuck you hey. now. I don't know what I'll do, see? So He'd write something a little bit more witty that I'd get out of it. And he gets get to the end of it. Right, Terry, get the sin out of that one, lad. Hey, go on then, meddling monk. I bet you never saw that one coming, did you? Ha <laughs> ha, you tarts. Go on then. Terry Nation had gone and said, oh, who's meddling monk? I've no idea who that is. I don't know. Oh, he's Welsh, was he? So I don't know who the meddling monk is. I've, I've never seen it before. Is it a Dalek? It's not a Dalek, otherwise I'd have known about it. Somebody would have told me, and I'd, I'd have fleeced them for uh, infringement of property or something. I would. So he'd be looking at that, and he'd say, I can't get out of that, so I'll just invent something completely different, take it off on a tangent, which can also happen on a cliffhanger, a cliffhanger. Can't it? It's like you don't actually resolve the cliff, the cliffhanger. You come at it from a completely different angle, and it's there in the background and gone. Yeah. You know, that that can happen. It's a little bit of a cop out, you know. What I mean? But but yeah. it's uh, it's it's good fun. I love cliffhangers, and I, I'm going back to the Flash Gordon stuff. I mean, that, that's what I. They used to rerun all the Flash Gordon serials on BBC Two in the seventies, and that's what I I caught them. Loads of them. I, I used to love all those things. You know, I thought I thought they were brilliant. I've, I've actually got them all on DVD there somewhere. Oh, really? Those things behind me. Yeah, you know, the complete Flash Gordon serials, and I, and I watched them. Probably a couple of years now. Yeah, just before the start of COVID, um, it was a great thing to watch during lockdown. But I watched them before lockdown because that's what I do. You know, a little bit maverick like that. You know, I anyway. Mean? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and and they're great fun. I mean, they're really shonky, but uh, it's such, such such good fun. And of course, Doctor Who kind of builds into that tradition, doesn't it? Because it's mm. twenty five minute episodes ending on a cliffhanger. You know, stories are usually serialized. so We've got four episodes, six, seven, or eight, or even nine or ten in the old yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. And and you're right. And I think it is. Something that we've kind of—I I, I don't think we've lost it, but it, it's become less important. I think to the program. I think you know—it's—it's it's, uh, whether that's a, whether that's a, a kind of commentary on TV consumption, the way we view TV now. Is that we, you know, do we need? I don't know maybe the program make, make us think we don't need cliffhangers nobody's going to watch well, one thing after another which I don't know if that's true because they've often been proved completely wrong mm. with arc driven stories like you know for uh, Deep Space Nine Star Trek and Babylon 5 and you know Game of Thrones even and, you know all yeah. these things brought people in and didn't well, right. necessarily rely on cliffhangers but I read um, that um, I don't know where I was going with that that started going somewhere and then it just no, kind of no, be it out it's, didn't it the, sorry the, about it, that
1: because apparently this happens a lot will, new listeners yeah yeah um, People will binge, uh, you know, two episodes or three of an evening mm. or something, and then they'll yeah, watch the that's first, what I do. first ten minutes or something. I don't do that. One.
0: No, I'm uh, good at not doing that, actually. Well,
1: that's apparently what the, a lot of the Netflix, mm. uh, you know, data shows.
0: Yeah, well, this is the thing, isn't it? They tell us that stuff, and, you know, who are we to argue? Because they've got the data, right? And oh. and maybe they're right, but um, and maybe I'm just an old geezer, really, because I, I don't do that. I was watching... Oh, I, think I was watching recently. It's really, really good. Fully endorsed this. Rabbit Hole with my man Kiefer, oh, yes, you Kiefer said Sutherland. That, yeah. Oh, mate, it's brilliant. I'd seen it on Paramount, um, and I sort of bookmarked it, put it on my list, you know, for a, a while back, and, and a couple of weeks ago, I started watching it. Mate, one episode in, and, and again, it ended on a cliffhanger. Every episode ended on a cliffhanger, and it was so, so tempting just to do what you said play the next five minutes mm. but I've never done that and I hope I will never fall because to- no, I- it still robs some of the, you know, I like the suspense. I like yeah. the weight. I mean, I kind of said to myself, if, if I'd had the day off after I'd, I'd watched those first two episodes and the night before, then I, I would have just binged a whole lot. And I really would have done it, if, mm. but I didn't have the day off. I had to, you know, go out and earn a living and stuff. So, so, so I limited myself to two episodes a night over the course of four or five nights, whatever it was. It was eight, eight episodes of so four nights. Mm. And <clears> honestly, <throat> one of the best things I've seen on TV for years and years and years. Love it. That's-
1: I think if I did that, because I don't, you know, I'll finish an episode Mm. and even if, you know, I won't then go like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, watch the, just watch the next bit, you know, because then I think there's a danger that you might go, well, certainly for me anyway, I'd be like, "Uh, I don't need, I won't bother watching that one now, I'll, uh, you know, I'll just... You know, and then and then I would just kind yeah, of lose. That's do you know it. what I mean? I'd yeah, lose interest exactly. in it a little bit because mm. I'd seen it. But uh, so apparently, people watch the first sort of eight to ten minutes or something of, of the mm. next episode, and then uh, good, Netflix yeah, really? were, were trying to say that um, uh, you know cliffhangers are not as important as they mm. used to be because people maybe they're just, right. Mm. Well, uh, but on,
0: know, on on streaming platforms, yes, when you've got the whole series available, yeah, but then. You know, we watch it. It's down to a a self discipline, isn't it? You know, you know, you either want to watch it, but do you know what? The thing is, right? With TV these days, you can watch things how you want. You know the, the the thing about cliffhangers is, in a way, it's like the program makers and the broadcasters or distributors or cinema. Managers or whatever it is, they're the ones in control yeah. of of things, right? They're in control of when you watch. So, if Flash Gordon is on, you know, episode twenty three of, of of Men from Mars is on on Saturday morning at nine thirty. You know. 9 30, you're going to have a flock of people paying for tickets to watch it, right? Yeah, and in, and and you know, chances are next week you're going to have exactly the same people, and you control that time, right? Yeah. And and the same with with terrestrial TV when it was just three channels or whatever it was, you know, three or four channels, and everything was was on you know, whatever night mm. on, on it is, you know, whatever well, night well, it was, well, what week.
1: TV used to be like, wasn't it? Yeah, and, I mean, but now yeah. it's
0: not, it's changing, right? Well, but it, it, saying that. They are, Netflix and other streaming platforms, they are starting... Well, they have been releasing series with an episode each week, haven't they? You know, the last Stranger would, Things was... Yeah, Disney
1: do it, and, um, you mm. know, which, which I, I think
0: I think Rabbit is, Hole was actually one a week as well, thinking was about it? it, but I waited until... Yeah, and that's the thing, see, because I waited until it was all available, because yeah. I knew I wouldn't be able to wait a week. <laughs> you and, know, I and wanted to binge fine.
1: it. Yeah, but I, I do think that, um, mm. you know, watching... like. Doing it weekly also gives you, you know, means everyone is more or less on the same page with, with the show. And yeah, that's that's a good thing, you know, isn't it? The, the conversations going on, my hat. going on around the same thing mm. in it, you know, uh, which which I think is really good. Um, so yeah, it's it's quite interesting, and, and the the sort of sort of purported um, you know death of the of the cliffhanger is a bit of a shame, really. Um, mm. but I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure that. Um,
0: i don't think it's really died out i think we've changed our response to the cliffhanger has changed so what a cliffhanger needs to do has probably changed maybe the story writers can look at that and perhaps use it to the the advantage of the program Mm. in some way i don't know you know if you if you write a program where you anticipate somebody's going to watch the next five minutes of the next episode you could maybe use that you know, I don't know how. Particularly, I'm I'm not one of these genii who, who think of those things. Uh, but I have just thought of it. So if you do want to uh, run it past me, get in contact. You know where we are. <laughs> all right. But yeah, so, maybe that's the thing. You know. Um, sorry. Go on. Yes. Let's let's talk about what we've got to talk about. Yes.
1: Let's um, let's crack on with uh, crack on respective top five um, cliffhangs, mm-hmm. So your yours is more. Oh, we're um, doing a top
0: five, mate. I've got twenty. Oh, here, okay. So. Well, that's,
1: that's fine. <laughs> um, so yours is more classic uh, leaning, isn't yes, it? Um, yes. Yes. We could just more... do back and forth and see yeah, how we go. Let's, let's, let's just do, do that. that. Yeah. So uh, you kick it off.
0: All right. I'm going to kick it off with the very first episode of Doctor Who because why not? You know, an unearthly great. child written by your man, Anthony Corbin, who's an Aussie, right? He's Australian and had no idea what Doctor Who was, but yep. he wrote the script, and there you go. <laughs> so. Um, the, the the first episode plays out, and it's all about Weird Susan and Barbara and Ian sort of crashing into the TARDIS, and you know, and that, and that whole last what ten minutes or so of the episode, because it's the, the episode starts in a very familiar place, right, in a school. So we all we all know school. We all got teenagers in school, and we've all been a teenager in school, or are a teenager at school. And do you know, what? you know, there's a teenager listening to the music, doing a wavy, funny hand thing, and the teachers are sort of remarking on how strange and unearthly some of her behaviours are. So we know that's weird. Then we go to the the whole thing with the the TARDIS, the police box in the junkyard, and that little playoff between us, the Doctor trying to outdo them, trying to outwit the guys into not going into you know the box which they suspect um, is being used as some kind of hideous kidnappers torture cabinet for you know for stray teenagers. So it's a slightly dark undertone there, but they they glance torture through that rather cabinet. quickly. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. What do you why? Th- what do you think is in there? And of course they go in, they find it's a spaceship, and they're all kind of dazzled by the lights and the disorientation of it being much bigger inside and all of that stuff and and then they're whisked off into time and space and and after all that and, it, and it's it's really quite tense the whole build-up through that and then suddenly we just get this shot you know every, we, we, everything kind of whites out in the TARDIS the noise reaches a crescendo and then it's white out and it fizzles away and we just get the hum of the engines just rising up and and everyone's kind of like a little bit sort of taken out and and then we cut to the long shot across a, across the um, tiny line groove studio, which is being dressed up like some kind of weird, we think alien landscape. We don't know what it is at that point, mm. but it all looks very bleak and very stormy. There's a wind whistling through, and we just got the TARDIS leaning at a slight angle on this hilltop. We like, we know that was in a junkyard a minute ago. What, 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 What's going on? What, what is now? in the anticipation, even what? I mean, I wasn't there in 1963 when that first came out. I've, I've obviously seen it retrospectively, but. Um, um, you cannot help, as a as, as a viewer watching that for the first time, but wonder. What is going to happen next? All yeah. you get to give you any idea is, is is a long shadow of someone or something falling across the wasteland between mm. something just behind the camera and uh, and the front of their police box. And you're like, what is that? Who is that? What's going to happen next? And it's you know what? It's the most basic of cliffhangers. It's not particularly tense. It's not particularly no, you know dangerous or thrilling or anything. It's just the anticipation of what's going to yeah. happen. We know we just been through a time and space machine jump somehow right and it, and and now we're going to get the adventure what is it going to be mm. caveman but you don't know that yet right no. it's, it, and it's brilliant it you was know,
1: the it being the um you, you know the first episode it, it's quite a
0: mm.
1: uh, maybe people didn't expect that at the time and it's quite a you know, it's quite a big thing. Like you said, you know, suddenly you're in this. In this yes. it's moved, and you know, it's different. Yes.
0: And, um, yeah, it's just it's, a police box. Yeah, but we know it's and not. even have been inside it now, but
1: yeah. And even though the actual cliffhanger is just, it's just the shadow, isn't it? You know, mm, coming in. That's literally it. It's not yeah. a big deal, but it's you know, oh my god, that you know, it's 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 a double whammy, really, mm. A bit like the alias one I mentioned because you've gone from, you know, um, you know, the the present day. And and suddenly this thing's moved and now it's it's somewhere else and you you know you don't know where or when or what or anything like that and then the shadow appears so something is someone mm. is approaching you know so yes that's uh is it, do of I get that one off there yeah we, yeah you can have that yeah bang <laughs> off so um I'm gonna start with um uh I'm just gonna go with the magician's apprentice ooh so. Part 1 of the yes. um, t- uh, Series 9 uh, opener with the 12th Doctor uh, mm. and uh, Clara, uh, with the second part being The Witch is Familiar. So yeah. i will not going to go into a big old big old recap of this, but... Wait, wait, wait,
0: the just one sec. Is, is it raining where you are? Is that rain yes. coming down behind yeah, you? Yeah, can you hear it? Yeah, I thought it was background noise for a minute, but it's rain. No,
1: I just, that's why I just took my um, headphones <laughs> off, because I thought, is this my fans going <laughs> crazy here? And I can't, I can't <laughs> hear it properly. Um, but it's... it's
0: it's raining, it and isn't
1: it, this morning it was supposed to be um, thunderstorm here. Was that? Uh, and then it's ended up boiling hot this afternoon, mm. uh, and now it's slashing it down. Um, so yeah, and you'll know I've lit myself today
0: as well. Um, well done, mate. That's a uh, real one of filming yeah. <laughs> yourself. Good lighting.
1: I've vanished into darkness.
0: You, you know yeah. your little things on uh, on LinkedIn, where you're offering people advice on how to do yeah. do to do good recording. Yeah. I haven't off. seen your, your entry on lighting yet, but I'm I'm waiting for it because it's going to be a cracker, mate.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe I could utilise some of that. Podcast yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, go on. So, um, magi- magician's apprentice. Uh, long long story short, the uh, doctor is. Um, Drawn onto a battlefield, uh, and mm. uh, eventually, and there's a there's a young boy uh, trapped in the um, yeah. h- hand uh, grenade thingies, um, and hand we, mines, hand mines. That's it. And we realise eventually that it's it's Davros. Uh, oh, you young that was a
0: cliffhanger and a half. Well, that was the, that was that's only the pre-titles, isn't it? I know exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. But that's it. And it's uh, it, like the new series does do that, doesn't yeah, it? It as does as have as a mini have cliffhanger. A Mini cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, that's mm. that's a good a because good that would little, be um, the end
0: of part one in the old it, series. It,
1: yeah, pretty much it would have. And that's something I remember um, from years ago. I think there was complaints that you know, all oh, the episodes were only forty five minutes, and um, mm. you know, the old old series were you know an hour or an hour and a half or whatever. And Russell T. Davis said something like, "Well." Most of the old episodes are 20 odd minutes, and so if you look at these episodes in a three act structure, you, you, you know, you're sort of getting a very mini mm-hmm. cliffhanger every 15 minutes, and you know, which is how American TV is. Usually, which is why you uh, went to yeah, well, you know, and um, why Sky TV always fail to edit at the right moment. And,
0: uh, <laughs> you make it easy for them, and they still screw it up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but, but that's why I literally give why, you a cliffhanger yes, every five minutes. Y- you've, you've got all oh, right. That's to interesting. Yeah, in. we'll make yeah. a note of that,
0: Russell. Thanks, yeah, mate. And ignore yeah, that whatsoever.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, so the Magician's <laughs> Apprentice, and uh, uh, we we get. Um, the doctor and missy uh, and clara all end up on mm. scaro don't they which um I, th- I think at that point in the timeline they thought was gone uh, destroyed um yeah i yeah it's a bit all <laughs> it all got a place, little yeah. bit
0: confusing and yeah. still is yeah
1: <laughs> so it it ends with um uh clara uh and um the tardis uh kind of captured doesn't it by the Daleks mm. um and uh Davros tells the doctor that he's got no control over them and and they'll do um you know what they want uh and the doctor is um y- y- you know desperate for them not to hurt clara uh mm. and 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 begging them um and so she runs uh and gets exterminated doesn't she which which I remember thinking. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Like that is that's a pretty mm. big that's a shocker. Even though you knew that Jenna was in the rest of the series, mm. uh, or, or at least you think you do. Um, but you know, of course, it's that whole thing of well, how does this get undone? How, how do they get out of this? What what happens? Mm. Um, and then the TARDIS is destroyed as well, isn't it? Uh, do they mm. zap it, or does it does it? I remember that. Yeah, it's it's vaporised here, isn't it? Whereas in, I can't um,
0: remember. It's been a while since I watched that. Now you're, you're <laughs> describing something. I don't clearly recall, yeah. Mr. Jeff.
1: And then in the stolen Earth, they drop it mm. into the centre of the planet or something, don't they, the Daleks? Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, you've got this double hit again, you know, Clara and then the TARDIS. And, you know, of course, like, that's, that's the companion gone. That's the Doctor's... Home and escape, yeah. you know? how
0: will they get out of that? Yeah, mm?
1: and oh, yeah, of course, they will, yeah. But the fun of it is how, how, you know? yeah. And, by and if, yeah, by what trickery, yeah, by what means, even if it's quick, it, it don't yeah. really matter. And I'm not going to um reveal how it's resolved, uh, because I it.
0: can't remember, can't remember, uh, can <laughs>
1: honestly. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a good one, you know. I'm basing a lot of mine on. Uh, memory is well well yeah and how they made me feel you know yeah well do you know what i
0: think you've hit the nail on the head there my friend how they make you feel Mm. because that that is the thing especially when you're actually do you know what not i was going to say especially when you're a young age when you're a kid and and i think that is definitely the case They can be really impressionable and and stay with you but actually when you're an adult as well yeah you know something hits you the right way you don't forget it
1: I've said, said on here before that it, for me it's mm. not about how something is um, mm. you know whether resolved it's, is, is it, no is it good or bad writing it, it doesn't really matter if, if it <laughs> touches you you know
0: have got to stay offline Jeff I'm telling you stay away from those <laughs> sites just just do your own thing man
1: but that's that's all that, you know <sighs> it's, it's about how I feel about it yeah and, um, quite right you know, th- these may not always be the biggest of events <laughs> um, but you know they they get It is me,
0: totally you know? about you how you feel and yeah. and yeah if you love it cuz yeah i mean i i the 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 um the angel cliffhanger i mean i i i did like it i i didn't i didn't really buy it because it was almost too fantastical Mm. In, in its way Because you know she's not going to turn into a, Like you, we said earlier She's not going to be But the sheer visual impact of it was tremendous yeah. it, it, it was almost like Do you know what We've got a good opportunity We cannot resist doing this And you're right it's like, It almost doesn't matter what happens next episode We just have to do this We've mm. got the Doctor surrounded in, you know, By a whole bunch of weeping angels They're going to take us somewhere We have to turn the Doctor into a weeping mm. angel it's just going to happen. Just make it happen. Just do it. And yeah. what a great visual it is! It's it's yeah. one of those it's one of those lingering moments. And that's the thing about a cliffhanger. Yes, it can be really suspenseful. It can be massively story driven. It can be in many ways inevitable. Like like the cliffhangers in the caves of Androzani, for example. Mm. Each one of those at the end of every episode is just astonishing, and it completely throws you. So so and they're almost terminal. Everything in the story is driving towards each one of those and you're like just what happens next it's not so much how they get out of it it's what happens next I'm invested in the story and it's reaching crescendo I need to travel with it Or it can just be, do you know what, the sheer visual of it. It can be the horror aspect. Mm. You know, I've got down here the end of City of Death Part 1, which I have said on a podcast oh, previously, yeah. when um, Count Scaroth rips his face off to reveal the spaghetti yeah. one-eyed ping-pong ball mess, which freaks me out when I was a kid. Mm. And yes, as an adult watching that, I would probably laugh at it. But as a kid, I totally bought into the reality of it. And the reality of some dude ripping his face off to reveal this hideous alien squirming thing underneath. Yeah. Freaks me out. For yeah. life, you know, yeah. and, and they and, and yeah. again they knew that in those days, didn't they? And yeah. they played yeah. on it. Robert Holmes was the master of the grisly cliffhanger. Yeah. You know, what was his, what was his thing? You know, with his pipe, oh, scare the buggers, scare them senseless, wah 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 Puff puff, you know? Scare the <laughs> buggers. And then of course he got into trouble for it. But nonetheless, you know, for yeah. those those things are memories and, and they're an indelible part of Doctor Who and it's but, it's what makes us watch it, it's what makes us yeah. fall in love with the show.
1: Well, also, the, the cliffhanger, in you know, a part of its purpose, is, is to get you to go back next week. So, you know, you, you need this, uh, you know, this, this big thing, this shocking moment, or, mm. you know, whatever it might be. So you go, oh, you know, I'm going to come back next week. Even if then, you know, it, the resolution is. You know, not as much. It, it doesn't matter.
0: Again, you know. when you look at some of the Flash Gordon stuff, mate, the resolutions for those are shocking. Some really? of them. <laughs> Well, yeah, because what what they what they quite often used to do is not so much re-show the the same footage. They'd reprise the event, shoot it from a different angle, and in that angle, you would see like um, you know, Flash Gordon, for example, is locked in a, in a in a in a in something that's filling up with acid or foam or gaseous <laughs> mixture or, or water or something. And when they shoot it from next week's angle, um, Dale Dale Arden's got. A In a bikini, so she go, but Flash, I have a key, and let him out, and that's it, you know, something like that. So they did used to do so. I'm not sure that that actually wasn't, but that's just an example of an illustration, if you like, some of those things. Yeah. So, and and you can't deny. I'm just going to be devil's advocate with you here, just for a second, because I think it is worth addressing. Is that you know the the quality of a cliffhanger? um, it, It doesn't necessarily depend on it, but it can be affected by the power of its resolution or the cleverness of its resolution you know you can literally just wave a hand of God and have some magic thing happen that just gets them out of that situation mm. which is the worst possible kind of resolution in my opinion that's not what happens at the village of, uh, in the village of angels and, and the one after it you know that it really isn't that you know it's just we don't understand the story at that point the following uh, the following episode, we do understand the story. She's being transported, and the angels are having a bit of a laugh, and they're going to yeah. take her out. That's it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually quite a witty, quite clever solution, I think. You know, it might downplay the suspense of it slightly, but you know, it just gets us right into the next story. So there's no problem with that. Yeah. But when you do suddenly have a magic key that unlocks that trapdoor, or which it um, which provides a platform for when you fall off the cliff in your wonder horse, or or something, right? Some magic wave of a wand or sonic screwdriver driver that gets you out of said situation then yes it is a letdown but actually it doesn't really affect what happened the week previous no. a good example would be um uh, the end of stolen earth right yeah and and how well, this is awesome one of mine. was this? was oh sorry be mate, no I'm no doing, it's yeah, fine yeah, go on.
1: You, you know talk about it, this is going to be one of mine because mm, how um, awesome is that cliffhanger
0: i yeah, thought the I mean, resolution the following that the following um in, in the following week was actually awful you know the doctor regenerates, but doesn't regenerate. Shoves it all into his hand and everything else, and mm. and creates a a, a new meta. I mate, I hated all that stuff. I thought it sucked. But it doesn't take away the power of that initial cliffhanger at the t- yeah. you know at the time and the fact that me and my mate were just literally what's happening yeah. well, I in know, adult years talking yeah. like kids in the playground. What's when that all that, about? Um, when it happened,
1: uh, yeah, I remember. It was kind of, you know, the internet was around and stuff, but it, it really mm. wasn't what it is now. Um, and you know, people were like, is, is that it? Is, is Tenant gone? Like, nobody Yeah, knew. that's what my mate you was know, saying. The, yeah, there was no yeah. kind of, um, uh, you know, no rumours or anything like mm. that, you know, uh, and it, it really did feel, for a short while... Like, like that—that that could be it. Like, what's going to happen next week? You know, and that's that's quite, you know, amazing. It was quite good, and, wasn't and it? It's was quite powerful. You, yeah, yeah you, you know, it's hard. We, you know, we've mm. talked about our, um, you know, view on secrets and stuff on here before, but it's quite hard these days to, yeah. you know, keep
0: to pull the that of, of that level. Mm. You
1: know, um, so it, you know, it, it was a it was a cracking uh, cliffhanger that one, and and you know whether you like the, uh, you know, the the resolution or not. Um, you know it's the 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 build-up to it is worth mm. it, I think.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. And, of course, there are those who love that resolution. They love that yeah. whole Metacrisis Doctor thing. And, you know, I've come to kind of deal with it over the years because it is what it is. It's out there and it's, it's, it's that. So, you know, it's part of the fabric of Doctor Who now. And for, for better or worse, And there are going to be some things I don't like, but there's going to be a lot more stuff that I do like. Yeah. You know? And for I've a lot of people, well. and my daughter included, I mean, Freya was literally... She was up and down on. i would never seen her so animated as when really? you know that that story played out. She was every minute when Sarah Jane came in, when Luke came in. When I mean, she didn't really know the Torchwood guys, but she knew of them, and yeah. you know, and 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 uh, it was just brilliant. And everyone's kind of round the TARDIS all doing their thing. She she yeah. absolutely loved that moment, and we were watching. Oh. There was something I can't remember. There was a bit with a Dalek in it. And Rose had come in, and she goes. She just said to me, "She goes, I love this. She goes, I love it when they do this. Yeah, you know, yeah. build on the suspense. You know, the plunger of a Dalek. You know, and it's just waiting for that reveal. So it's, yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's, it's got it's, its moments.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, um, you know, it is a real fan pleasing kind of mm. two parter and a and a good, um, uh, a kind of.
0: It's a bit self indulgent. A but why not? Bit. Well, it's, it's very why kind of not?
1: referential to its own era. Mm. Um, but, you know, they've all had that, really, you know, a little bit. Yeah, with, with absolutely. Cameron, uh, you know, with Amy coming back, mm. and, you know, and stuff like that. So it kind of doesn't bother me too much. Um, uh, what, what do I think of the Metacrisis Doctor? Uh, I, I don't think Forbidden Planet needed to make a t-shirt of him. I must say that much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, wait, I didn't say that one. Yeah, we got we got two. We don't need
0: a third one that looks like. <laughs> um, well, we got we got three three um, doctors that look suspiciously a lot like David Tennant. Yeah, right? yeah. or four um, actually. Have we? Because we've got the tenth doctor, then we've got actually the eleventh doctor because he did actually regenerate. Right, according to the eleventh doctor. Oh yeah. So they were you know he regenerated into himself and then yeah. create the metacrisis. Yeah. Non Doctor Doctor, non Time Lord Doctor, and now he's. And Now, the 14th doctor looks suspiciously like David Tennant. Yes, so, yeah, the doctor clearly does love that face. Yeah, no question about it. Um, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do I, I think the motor crisis doctor so could be there? They, they could be they could update this with four David Tennant's, basically, <laughs> right? <laughs> I've just got my notes of my cliffhangers, that's all it is. Don't worry, just to remind myself. Uh, um, I think the uh, meta
1: doctor was an attempt mm. to uh, give give Rose, uh, you know, the, those shippers, Rose and and
0: that the was doctor. Awful though. Um, you, you think about that, right? And you know what? Yeah, you really fancy me, and you love me, and it's great. We've had a good time together. Um, I can't. I can't do that lifestyle. Listen, it's not me. But here is someone who looks exactly like me. Yeah. Go and have a great time, kids. Yeah. Fantastic. It's Enjoy your best life. I'm off. See you later. Yeah.
1: Cheers. It, um, How awful was, is that? No, it was awful. And it, and it sort of reminds me a little. Oh bit of... Oh um, my
0: goodness. I. I just. Yeah, um, I just um, delete that from my head.
1: Back, back <laughs> in in Buffy and Angel when um, mm. you know there was there was. Uh, Bangle, <laughs> which is Buffy and Angel, and Spuffy, which was Spike and Buffy. See, I'm too old for that stuff. My am
0: just completely. Well, th- this was a long time
1: ago. In fairness, you know, but people were. Nineties. You know, some people wanted her and thousands? Angel, Some people her and Spike. Yeah. So the show kind of tried to mm. sh- try to kind of appease both sides, and uh, oh, okay. they had a pretty pretty good episode where Spike and Angel had to fight for. Mm. Uh, Effectively worthiness or something, and it was pretty. You know, they they really went at each other. It was pretty good. Um, and, and I can't remember. She didn't really end up with either of them at the end. Are we talking uh, about Doctor uh, Who
0: now? We're talking about Buffy. A Buffy, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to
1: um, bring up. Yes, go on. Uh, give us another uh, one. W- so, uh, Village of the Angels. I've uh, uh, I've uh, talked about. I don't. Um, mm-hmm. Well, no, I do, well, we did, we did briefly mention it, didn't we? Uh, for me, Village of the Angels. Is is my ultimate cliffhanger? Mm, um, mm. I just I, I'm a, well. If you haven't, go back and listen to our podcast where we
0: <laughs> m- <review laughs> you the were the quite episode. Aside, right?
1: uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it, and yeah. um, I just thought it was just you know what an image, what a you know what a shocker. Like yes, of image. course, mm. in the back of my head, I know it's going to get resolved, but you know, oh my god, the doctor's turned into a weeping angel. What mm. you know, what's going to happen here? Uh, just amazing. Um, so, Magicians Apprentice, Stolen Earth. Uh, I'm going to go with The Time of Angels as well, uh, with Matt Oh, with Matt yes, yes, my um,
0: favourite, one of my favourite Matt Smiths, if not my yeah, ultimate um, favourite. A f- a Flesh and, what's the second one, Flesh and Stone? Flesh and it? Stone, yeah. yeah. It's,
1: what's superb, where, um, you know, they end up uh, effectively trapped in caves, don't they, with, with the I think, oh, was Flesh and Stone,
0: and the first one, actually.
1: Uh, oh, is it... Oh, better check that, because uh, maybe check I've gone the wrong way round. Uh, I looked up 11th Doctor Series 5. Uh, let's go to Episodes. Time of Angels. Yes. That Episode 4. It. Yeah, Time of Angels, yeah. So that's yeah. when um, they get trapped in the uh, caves, and you've also got the Cherubim Angels as well, haven't you? Um, and um, they end up trapped... Yeah, uh, you're right. And, yeah. and the Doctor, mm-hmm. he gives a really good mini-speech about there's one thing you should never put the, the Doctor in, uh, a, you know, a trap. Then he fires that pistol thing, and yeah. uh, and then Graham Norton pops up and goes, coming up next is Strictly Come Dancing, or whatever it was. <laughs> Graham did Graham Norton uh, <laughs> Was it at that point, or some point in I the episode? He's, he's done it twice, he's hijacked Doctor Who. First on the
0: very on the very first transmission of Rose in the UK, he did Norton. Yeah, to
1: who interrupted? And he did it
0: in Time of Angels as well. Did he? Yes, I don't remember (coughs) that.
1: Hang on, Graham Mm. Norton's voice suddenly boomed into the Hendrix basement, caused by an accidental mixing of the sound from Strictly Dance Fever, Uh, and then. In the closing moments, of time of the angel, the doctor points a gun in the air and issues a stern and passionate warning to his enemies. Audiences were on the edge of their seats, but it's possible their immersion was broken by the sudden appearance of a (laughs) a dancing Graham Norton cartoon reminding viewers that his show was coming up next.
0: (laughs) Do you know what? (laughs) That's that's something I really, really dislike about um, a lot of modern TV. It doesn't seem to be quite as bad now, but on certain channels it is where they want you to keep watching, and... They'll they'll play in in a little inset in the top mm. corner about there you know a little preview of what's coming up in the next program, yeah. or or they'll just give you like the whole thing. It's just really and you know, really it's, annoying.
1: I used to notice it on TV in America actually. And yeah. it, it, it was it was done more there before um, over here. But you know you you get. I remember watching. I don't know whatever it was at my friend's house, and then. Um, uh, what's her name? Jamie Alexander who plays Sif. She popped up for right. an advert for Blind Blind Spot, which was a pretty, mm. pretty good show. And like, she she turns up at the bottom of the screen. She turns around. She's you know, like this, and then the bar comes up blindfold. Blind Spot coming up next, you know. And it's quite, you know, it's quite a big thing. Yeah, and, and, but and I'm watching focus, this program here. Exactly. You yeah. know. Let me finish
0: looked, watching this program, and then I'll make a choice to watch that one that, or yeah. not. You know, and I've it's, it's it really, on, really annoying. I, they I do I on kids' TV as well. Hate it. Yeah, kids and this TV is nothing about cliffhangers. About oh yes, you're right. Actually, yeah. Next episode of Peppa Pig.
1: You <laughs> know, coming up. Yeah, uh, well, no, but there, an episode will start, and then it will say. In in fifteen minutes, so and so. In in thirty minutes, so and so.
0: Oh, when now it starts, think, oh, that's wrong. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me like, get this one first. We just you know? focus
1: on a show at a
0: time. Yeah, a time. exactly. You know, no wonder why people have got short attention spans because yeah. actually, they're they're making us that way with your with your frequent transmissions of overlapping yeah. nonsense. But here's another thing about then, cliffhangers, you know, it which ended does, up so hot oh, okay, today. Just got more that, to say here. You know,
1: well. I, cu- I couldn't, believe you know, and now it's raining. Mm. And, uh, what's going on with the the weather? Sorry, what were we talking about? For I've, I've, my attention span. I don't know. I don't sharp. remember
0: talking about the weather. <laughs> I see what you did there. That was good, uh, mate. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it just brings us on to another another little rant about modern day cliffhangers <laughs> and uh, why they don't always work. And uh, and this has affected Doctor Who. So they'll play the cliffhanger and they'll play the they'll play a little snippet, a little trailer uh, for the next uh, the yeah. next episode. What's the point of that, people? What is the point? What is the point of leaving your audience on suspense only to show them the Doctor happily bounding through the corridors next week and, you know, the Companions doing their thing and yet more thrills and spills. And we know the Doctor's not really in danger, but come on. I know there's a few times where they've withheld the Next Time trailer, haven't they? they, I can't remember exactly which shows have done it, but a few have. And please do it more right because you destroy the whole point of a cliffhanger i don't care if the managing director of bbc one or the chairman or the freaking prime minister comes down and says now look the standards at the bbc are that we need to play the next time trailer for every single episode of all of our tv output i don't care don't do it go up to him and say oi mr chairman i respect your opinion but frankly mate you're wrong right and if you're going to take that line of Attitude with me, sunshine. I'm going to put you in between two slices of bread, stick you in my lunchbox, and eat you for my my lunch next time. All right? How's that for a next time trailer? Well, you donkey.
1: If um if this person with salad called, called Jill, yeah, <laughs> you could have a a Jill sandwich, which is a nice Resident Evil reference for anyone who likes Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it was some weed blowing across my desk? Here, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm being unfair. I, I, I do. I like Resident Evil. It's, it's good it's, stuff. It's mate, quite though. a famous line. Yeah, from yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, like, yeah you yeah, were yeah. nearly a Jill
1: sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, um. What was I know. That's just taken the whole sting out of this podcast now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Alan, we got. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I, I do. I think the um, you know a cliffhanger, as I was saying, its point mm. is to get you to watch. Uh, you know, next leave you in suspense, yeah. begging for more. And I think we should be able to, or you know, the the mm. channels should trust that the trust. audience will yes come back trust and your audience rather than yeah. you know spoon feeding mm-hmm. them another. Oh, you know, by the way, yeah. it will work out, but you know, we don't we won't tell you how, but you know, it, it yeah. will happen
0: because um, I mean. Uh, or maybe. Maybe it's a thing of um, directing your program output content slash property, whatever, uh, <laughs> right, at the lowest common denominator. Coming up Is next on see
1: One, a new piece of content for the makers <laughs> of a piece of content called <laughs> Doctor Who. Can you, you this, imagine that? In this... Can I? Can I? Fucking, this piece of media... <laughs> it's called
0: and a TV uh, show. Yeah, uh, the, no, it's I, it's the, the IP, IP. In, this, in this
1: in uh, this piece of media
0: <laughs> <laughs> is under threat. <laughs> it's <just> getting <laughs> that way, mate. Stop it. I remember um, when things were with called JJ, characters and programs. I, th- I think it was, I think it might have been JJ Abrams, Wait, but corre- I went to I the uh, be shut up. To we've the, done that already. The
1: motion piece of content house to watch the uh. latest piece of content. <laughs>
0: I well, that was it, really wasn't it?
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like, as you can tell, the the, ex- no, the phrase piece of content. Right. And, and I'll tell yeah, you why, yeah, yeah. because I feel that it it, it trivialises
0: the thing. Well, it does exactly that. That that's where yeah. I'm going is because that's all you're thinking of when you're doing all this rubbish, right? You're just thinking of your program, you know, the labour of love of all the creatives that went into producing this thing, mm. and they've, you know, they've done it, they polish it, they've honed it, they've got it out on time, and they're proud of what they've done. All the actors, all the crew, everybody who who had a hand in this thing mm. sees it go out there as nothing more than a piece of content, you know, yeah. to be kind of bastardized by by the bloody broadcasters, you know. Oh, it's, we're it's we're not, gonna put a flash on, up here for the for the. Sorry, next next episode we're gonna put something down there for that we're gonna have a little ticker tape running across the bottom telling you what's coming up on the news next or something you know and then we're gonna have a voiceover we'll actually take your program reduce it to a tiny little square over here so actually you can't even read the credits of everybody who made this thing and give you a great big screen showing you strictly come dancing or, or something you know and it's not on it's not just for them to bastardize it it's mm. For people to consume it, as consume well. it. Yes, yeah. we consume our content, but do you know what? <laughs> but here's the thing. The point I was getting at, Jeff. Right? You telling me this. Right? Is it a case of program makers um, or or the broadcasters deciding that you know this stuff in order to reach the the, the biggest saturation of audience share or the biggest audience share, it's got to be it's got to be aimed at the lowest common denominator. So, in other words, you pick your audience member as the stupidest, well, dumbest, most content hungry person who literally has, you know, a, a shell of a life traveling from or living vicariously through one reality show or one hospital drama or whatever, soap opera or TV sci fi series after another. Is that who you're aiming it at? You know, well, is that your core audience? Well, possibly. You know, it might just get numbers, but what's the quality of those numbers?
1: Yeah. Well, there's an old. Um, adage is that how you say it adage that, adage um, adage it's an old adage uh, i was anyway, saying the, yeah. you you have to treat the audience like they're stupid and hit them over the head with information and, mm. and whilst i don't i don't you know entirely agree with that i do think that you know you can't uh you know you, you can't make things de- like uh, deliberately kind of Hard to work out or or vis- you know see visually on, on on screen. You know, some people you know you could argue that Christopher Nolan can get away with that because that's become expected of his stuff and things like that. And I'm not also saying that you know you need to kind of mm. you know bring things down to the lowest common denominator and, and intellect because that's that's not the case at all. But I do think that you There's know a danger of it happening. Though, that there surely? is a danger, and that and they are. You're right. You know just spamming stuff out there mm. in, in an effort for, for, you know, something will hit and hopefully it'll work and then we'll renew mm. it for another series and merch it and blah, blah, blah. But um I, I think that there is so much out there these days, and we've talked about this before with, you know, TV ratings and stuff, because, you know, when we were nippers, there was four and then five channels. That was Three it. channels. Well, Sorry for yeah it, when you were in it <laughs> uh, and only just started
0: BBC two yeah. in my day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I and think they had actually I think BBC two was the year I was born, the year after. I can't I, can't, I can't I don't know when it started. <laughs> anyway, and, anyway, go on. Yeah.
1: Sky came and stuff, but you know, look mm. at it now, like you all the streaming channels, all the stuff on Sky for, uh, you know, all the other things that you know, freed that people use or um now T V or whatever, games, mm. the internet, all of this stuff, all, all of it demanding our attention and and the 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 numbers of people uh you know of course mm. it grows but the the uh channels to consume your content from is growing all the time so a, a, yeah. a program at seven o'clock on a saturday on bbc one is no way in no way going to get the figures that it did pushing 20 years ago no, because no. people are, are gaming they're youtube well, they're you know streaming. you can watch it on iplayer literally as yeah, well, yeah, soon as it know, starts it's, or it's, it's not like uh, in your own in your own days, time. you know um and i and i think that there is just so much stuff out there mm. that it is really quite often it's, it's just it's just content i mean look at. so um, here's the thing well hold on hold so here's, on, here's, here's the thing go on yeah, I yeah um you know look at the the willow show on um, disney yeah, you know, it, it, they spent nearly two hundred million dollars on it. It came out, nobody really watched it, and and now they're pulling it. Which, well, people is, did watch it. That's the point. Yeah, they, there were a lot it, of people who did it, watch it, but, they did, but it did. it didn't get enough. the big figures. It yeah. wasn't mass market enough, right? No, it, it wasn't. But then, you know, you also kind of it's a genre make, show. Yeah, you make a <laughs> genre show that's a that's a sequel to something that mm. is what thirty years old. You know, it's it's not going to get. Millions and millions, like mm. you know, Game of Thrones, but very little gets millions and millions like that. And they're pulling it for you know, effectively financial reasons. Um, mm. y- you know, which I think, well, it's not, I suspect there's a darker audience. reason
0: for them pulling it than well, that, perhaps, maybe, but you, you know. know,
1: but it, it just you know, well, it's just throwing money at stuff, and mm. you know, and then it, it doesn't work, so they're just yanking it and they'll just move on, you know, to something else. and uh yeah i just there's just so much stuff these days it's it's insane there is yeah. so
0: here's the thing right cuz Cause cause this is the point is it a case that actually instead of making things appeal to more people by aiming at the lowest common denominator because if that's what everybody's doing how do you then differentiate because all you're doing then is you're just creating a whole sea of noise which any show is going to struggle to reach to reach above and, and actually get heard and because streaming platform platforms don't have the kind of viewerships that the, the, the kind of you know the more traditional broadcaster's have.
1: well uh, i'll interrupt you there don't do they or Careful. don't they, they, they well don't. i
0: don't know they they don't seem to you, i mean disney disney plus doesn't have massive numbers right when they report audience audience share and viewerships I, and I, figures I, I think they're quite low they're, they're a few million are, as opposed to tens of millions right if a show it's it's is watched in the us on the on cbs or whatever networks it is right usually it's tens and tens of millions yes it is, right because yeah. there's that many people are watching stuff on, yeah. on 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 disney plus it's what i don't know five six seven well, eight million 12 million you know,
1: the, the the point on there is that
0: um but hold on wait 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 because you gotta let me finish now because otherwise i'll forget this right so the point is right how do you how do you differentiate between this sea of noise right is it actually that you make your program brilliant right and you look at how successful some of the best series have been right over years and i think it kind of started in a way with sopranos right because, and that was on HBO, right? So people had to pay to watch. And if you're paying to watch something, right, you have to give them something of equal value at the very least, or something that exceeds their value. And that, I think, kind of changed the mindset a bit. And The Sopranos, set the benchmark for a whole bunch of stuff which followed it right game of thrones which you mentioned right again just just raised expectations because suddenly here's a fantasy show here's a genre show but it's made to an astonishingly high level right the writing is superb the direction and production everything is just absolutely right at the top and it keeps getting higher and higher each one Mm -hmm. it sets a new benchmark so and and you look at the the Marvel stuff as well, the Star Wars stuff. A lot of it, right? It is all now being produced at that level. Even Doctor Who knows it has to be at that level, well, it's, right? It's and set its own be benchmark. And it is, even mm. though it's not, even though it's not even on a paid-for subscription channel. At least not over here, anyway. Mm. I think it probably is in the rest of the world. But you know, yeah. it's got to compete at that level now. It cannot mm. be the kind of mass market fodder that, um, it, you know, it can't. It can't be the stuff that is aimed at the lowest. Common denominator. I think the producers need to make a decision here, you know, like they always do. Are we making something? You know that is intelligent. That is credible. That has a high production value, or in making something cheap and nasty for the masses. You know, mm-hmm. the good yeah. thing about Doctor Who, actually, is that it can be both those things. So it's a really, really strong property because you can have, mm-hmm. you know, like we like we were saying, right? You can have stuff that is, um you know, like like self indulgent and whimsical and fantasy and a little bit pantomime, and you can have the really hardcore, heavy, intelligent, high concept driven sci-fi or fantasy. You know that 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 we that we see in, in other shows so yeah. you know for Doctor Who not to be able to take that on regardless to be honest of whether it gets the viewing figures it's got to it's got to be a pinnacle of the benchmark and I think if you start taking away things that give it strength right then you start diluting what it is and mm. one of the things that has always given it strength and 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 and, and 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 you know contributed massively to its enduring appeal is its cliffhanger yeah. See where I'm going with that? So you yes. start mucking around with the whole cliffhanger thing by by interrupting the immersion, by showing people actually this is what happens next week in a kind of condensed trailer form. Mm. You're diluting it. You're destroying it. You're actually bringing it back down into that sea of noise, that pulp yeah. of mass market content, you know, that, that that it's actually trying to raise itself above and be noticed from. Mm. Because yeah. it's good enough to be at that level, and the TV landscape right. Right now right needs that kind of quality to differentiate so there you go that that's my yeah. that's my two pence worth um, I've managed to keep it on topic by relating it to cliffhangers um, but you know <laughs> it's it's something I feel very strongly about yeah, Mr. Jeff, no, and indeed I, I, I believe you you do as well as was yeah, evidence think that, there um,
1: I think that uh, y- you know the figures reported for you know Disney plus shows and stuff yeah it's like two three million the the, the the service has ninety million subscribers. I find it bizarre mm. that you know the the figures there are, are two million on you know Wonder or whatever. But the that point is that if Wonder is getting two million figures globally or just in the states or whatever, and and we're saying or people are saying that you know Doctor Who's viewing figures these days are small. Well, they're, they're clearly not. Um, <laughs> no, also, exactly. <laughs> you know the the they're other, clearly not. <laughs> They're clearly not. And it, but the other side of that thing is, it. Mm. out of 90 million subscribers, the show's only getting 2 million. That sounds like bullshit to me. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what comes out well, of things. Well, you, the you say that,
0: what's... Um what what what's how, how many shows are you dividing amongst that ninety million? I mean, well, like you said, there is yeah, masses and true, masses also, that you can dip into at any time yeah, you want to. That is right? true,
1: but also the way they report everything is you know mm. eight eight billion minutes of this show watched. Well, what, what, what does that mean? How, how many people actually watched it? You know, because you could say as as very basic maths. Well, mm. oh, this this um, show ha- had um, you know. Uh, Six, um, you know, six hundred minutes watched or something, and, and you go, Well, the show's an hour long, so that means maybe, you know, t- ten people watched it in full, or could that just mean, t- you know, twenty people watched the first yeah, ten minutes? Do you know what I mean? Paint the full it, picture, does he need to dive a little sense. bit more detail? Yeah. And actually, they, what's the they point? Are people enjoying
0: that. it? Mm.
1: Well, that is the main thing, but of course... Well, the BBC used to
0: collect audience appreciation figures, didn't they? Where they they would, on the one hand, just gain the the raw numbers, but they'd look at trying to gauge how much a percentage of those people who watched it... Because that's important as well. ...enjoyed it. It's massively important. because,
1: you know, something may only have... Because it can save a show
0: from cancellation. You get something relatively low, but if near to 100% people who watched it loved it... Then but, is it something so st- worth continuing with?
1: They still do um, the AI here and in, mm. in the states. I don't know whether they do it on TV. I guess they do, but with cinema, it's the cinema score and and you know they poll people exiting a film and you know get their ranking and stuff. But I think it's it's probably quite clear that streaming figures are mm. obscured and fudged to hide the true figures uh, for financial reasons.
0: Very possibly, yeah. Yes. Well, I, anyway, I think give me another I don't know. If, yeah, yeah, it's going to say yeah, so Otherwise, we'll start talking about all kinds of weird things now. Then, right? Okay, another cliffhanger. I'm going to shoot forward, but I was going to mention, um, and I will mention it because why not? I was going to a cheeky little mention to at the end of episode one of uh, of, of the Daleks uh, was it the Dead Planet when we first see the Plunger poking mm-hmm. out towards a terrified Barbara? Yeah. You know, it's the basic thing is literally a bloke was it? You know, he's, he's got he's got a fag. In one in in one mouth, like, <laughs> just pointing this thing. You know. And, and she's you know Do you to get the shot, Knight? S- yeah, I got the <laughs> shot, Doug. Yeah. Can I stop doing this fucking plunger now? Yeah, yeah. Can it out? All right. Cheers, Jack You love. That's it. That's a wrap. Dump. Yeah. But you're watching it going. <laughs> what is that thing with the sink plunger you know it's, it's great isn't it you know to use that and, and the thing about the Daleks as well is again it's the whole build up you know and, and, and the music or the it's weird music I don't know if you ever watched that serial recently but it's almost like um, the, it's Tristan Carey doing the incident music and it was almost like weird Twin Peaks kind of backwards sounding devilish music it's, it's very unsettling very unnerving mm. but do you know I'm going I'm to give a good shout out to and I have to mention this in the story of Cliffhangers because one that got me as a a child uh, when I was just becoming a a fan of Doctor Who was episode one of um, Earthshock, which Mm. which was just astonishingly good. I mean, mate, honestly, just no idea that the cybermen were going to be I'd never even really seen an a Doctor Who story with the cybermen they were a thing of legend I I'd, I'd read the target novels Revenge of the Cybermen and um the Tenth Planet and a few others maybe the weird no I don't think I'd read the wheel in Space it wasn't out till much much later um so uh, and the invasion wasn't out until much later. So there was a whole kind of mystery thing about the Cybermen, these legendary figures mm, of steel mm. giants and cybernetic replacements and stuff. And I think the legend had become bigger than what they actually were. Um, and it took me it took me a few seconds to think, is that a Cyberman? Because they looked quite different, but the same but different. You know, they obviously had a redesign and the handles weren't quite so prominent as they had been on, on all the pictures that I'd seen of them. But it was just it was just magical because it was so so good i mean that Mm. you know i mean it's a great story and again it's one of those where the relentlessness the story kind of builds the fear the suspense you know the androids in the caves picking off this this squad of people reducing them to a slushy mush of green goo on the floor with their name badges just floating on the top of it it's it's really grim and, and, and and nasty and then at the end of it we get that reveal of the Cyberman. It was like, wow, mm. oh, I just love this. This yeah. is my thing now. This is what I'm going to be a fan of for the rest of my life. I think it literally was at that moment that I decided really? I was really just a total soul. Yeah, I mean, like I said to you, I'd, I'd read the Target novels and I enjoyed mm. them. You know, I was kind of invested in the history of the show to a degree, but rarely watched the actual program until season 18-ish. And then so season 19, Peter Davison's first one, was the first one I kind of watched Continuously and made Mm -hmm. made an effort to watch every episode, and you know they were they were okay. I I wasn't a big fan of Black Orchid. I thought, what have I got myself into here? Um, Wasn't really massive on the visitation either. I sort of liked it, but I didn't like it. And then, but when Earthshot came in, I thought, wow, this is more my cup of tea Mm -hmm. now. If if it's going to be like this now from forever, then I'm sold. And then you get Time Flight, but nonetheless. That's the thing, isn't it? That's well, part you know, of Doctor Who, and the, you know the way it swings roundabouts. Yeah, and once it, you understand you know, yeah. that, all of that is Doctor Who, not just yeah. the bits you like. All yeah. of it, and you know there are going to be people who love the time flight as much as you love the Earth Shock. And I'm always astonished when people online nowadays say, "Oh, I don't like Earth Shock or Gibbs of Androzani." Don't understand what the fuss is all about. I'm like, "What are you crazy? What is wrong with you?" But, you know, I've got to understand, that is the way it is. Not everything yeah. is for everybody. So yeah. it's great. Yeah. I And I love that. You know, when, when we can have those discussions and they're very positive and, you know, then it's great. When yeah. they're not so positive, it's not so great. But, yeah. you know, I, I choose my online friends.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, I, uh... and you're
0: one of them, mate. Yes. Well,
1: you know, I was thinking earlier about how um, you know you meet people online, and you know. oh, we
0: met online, did we not? On, yeah, a, on and, a on a and Doctor and Who and little little it, thing. It's so.
1: turned in turned into something something special. It's turned into a podcast. Dun, dun, yeah. dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. So yes, there we go. That's my little so, shout out to Earth Shock, which is a good one.
1: I think I'm going to go over to um, yes, some, let's uh, favoured cliffhangers from uh, people on the Twitter. On mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the X sphere. Uh, and then you could give us some. Um,
0: yes, I've got uh, a few here.
1: Facebook sphere. So, um, Robot of Death, who's at Graham Ward 68, says all of the cliffhangers from Androzani are superb. Yes. E- even the final. Thank episode. you, Graham.
0: You are my number one friend. Sorry, Jeff, um, you're relegated. Mm. <laughs>
1: uh, modern series wise, the one I enjoyed most right. was U- yeah. Utopia. I hadn't heard any <gasps> rumours and I didn't see it coming. One. Yes, uh, so, yes, you know, yes, That yes, is yes, a good yes. one. And I, mm. uh, one of my um, things I said to Paul before we started recording was I was trying not to be kind of... Um Going for the obvious big cliffhangers and mm. stuff, you know. Here, um, so Utopia is a cracker, um, and and you know Graham's right there. The absolutely the, the secrecy good, on it, it is yeah. is what gives it its extra shock. I think you know mm. th- th- there was just no idea on that. You know, um, Jason Marshall at Jason M two five eight seven zero says "Hand of Fear Part 3 where Eldrad goes through the door first, gets harpooned, mm-hmm. and then turns is is pretty good. Um. Thomas Hines, who's at Thomas H uh, 90175738 Probably Spyfall Part 1. I remember on broadcast it was mm, a yeah. of the cliffhanger story, I was in shock when Sash said he was the master. master. Yeah, that was, that was pretty... Uh, that was yeah, good. that was a I great one, one as well. Mm. Um, Jenny Rich at Bunny uh, Bunyip 7, episode 1 of Remember Remembrance of the Daleks. I didn't know how the Doctor was going to survive. Um... And you, know, <laughs> you you know they will, but how mm, you know how 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 are they going to get um, out of that one? I just don't um, know.
0: Showing next week, find out. Yeah, kids. Uh,
1: and this this one here actually is on a similar vein. Uh, the stylish one who is at Doctor Who style,
0: says <laughs> the
1: War War Games Part Nine has genuinely high stakes that you are unsure if the characters mm. will get out
0: of. I did I did um, have a, a War Games one listed actually on my yeah you, notes. You I've written a bunch earlier, of notes yeah. there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I'll just game. run through a couple notes. more here quickly yeah. um, Ken Holtzhauser who's at Dr. Von Wehr uh, Von says so the Who Am I cliffhanger from the face of evil um, and Ken also <gasps> shared one of his fantastic the mad
0: AI yes draw, so uh,
1: I yeah he's done one of his drawings there of the um, the fourth mm. Doctor his, his work's excellent um, Jason Doctor Who novel says Seeds of Doom 3 Gunfighters 1 Ambassadors 2 Enlightenment 1 it sounds like football uh, <laughs> um, Power of the Daleks 2 Logopolis 3 Power of the Daleks three. 2 Logopolis 3 yeah. yes it does <laughs> <Yeah>. actually
0: <laughs> no they're all good ones Enlightenment's yeah. a good one because that is where as far as we're concerned we're on a, an Edwardian sailing ship with some slightly weird but not too weird stuff going on and then they all kind of run Outside, and mm. we are greeted not with the endless vista of the Pacific Ocean or the Atlantic or even the Antarctic. No, it's the empty blackness of space, mm. yeah, which was totally unexpected. We get the yeah. Eternals kind of messing around with humans yeah. doing their thing. So, yeah, that was a good one. What did he say, Legopolis Part Three as well? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember offhand exactly what that was. Is that when the TARDIS shrinks, no, or is that no? It's when the um, when the entropy is really starting to kick in. And uh, the master is told, what have you done? As the monitor starts to crisp and crumble away. And for some, yeah, he's right. Because this is the only time I, I, I remember watching Doctor Who genuinely feeling like the actual universe itself is actually in actual proper, actual danger. Oh, really? Because up until that, it's usually, I will destroy the universe. Ha <laughs> Like, um like like the underwater menace part 2 nothing can survive, can stop me now or is that part 3 i can't remember it's uh i've written it down somewhere but whatever anyway but yes lagopolis part 3 it's a good one jason i totally 100% agree with that and i remember watching it the first time thinking oh my god the master has actually literally destroyed the actual universe mm. the entropy's creeping yeah, in, in. cuz it's, yeah. it's sold it's yeah. sold as science fact that's the thing the science yeah. One foot in actual real science, one big fat foot in, in made-up science, but the, the two combine seamlessly, and they mm. answer the story It raises the stakes, and suddenly everything is in absolute danger, and we start to see it happening. We're not just told it's happening, we see it happening. There's somebody right in front of the doctor's eyes. Brilliant, 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 yeah. brilliant cliffhanger. Love it. Yes. Um, Sorry, I was on a rant from- there.
1: Darren Lodge, who's at Darren Lodge, he mm. says, Genesis of the Daleks, episode two, and the cliffhanger to episode the one of, the, uh, he, he, yeah, I guess it must be, he doesn't specify, um, but he also says the cliffhanger of episode one of the Daleks, that's Scream from Barbara. Yes, uh, so <laughs> with uh, with Doug. Come, yeah. burn it! Um, Steve Clamp, uh, who's at Steve Clamp ITV, mm. says, Remembrance of the Daleks, episode one, uh, Dalek Climbs the Stairs, after oh, yeah. the Doctor. Uh, I couldn't breathe yes. for I couldn't breathe <gasps> for excitement. He said. Mm. Uh, God, there's, there's loads here. Let me just run through a couple more and then you can, <laughs> uh, do some Facebook. Uh, space, who's at thirteenth doc underscore. Um, it has to be the gift that you shared, which was the uh, Village of the Angels one. Uh, the Doctor mm. becoming a we- weeping angel was such a WTF m- moment, um, and the fact that her costume was a perfect design for her, The whole thing left yeah. you in shock, yeah. and waiting. Um, long scarf publications at long underscore scarf says the best has to be Tenth Planet Four. Um, within the episode I'm going for The Massacre 3, City of Death 2, Caves of Androzani 3, and probably lots of others I can't think about at the moment. (laughs) Um, Very fond of (laughs)
0: Ambassadors of Death 2. I can't remember that one offhand. i have to think about it, but... Yeah, Ambassadors of Death is, is full of great cliffhangers if I recall I, I love that story another one I'd add to season 7 actually is uh, Inferno episode 6 this is when the Doctor is uh, in, al- in an alternate Earth and the Inferno project there which is a project to drill down into the Earth's crust which the Doctor has been warning people about it's a very bad thing to do you know, it's going to disintegrate the planet and everything mm-hmm. he goes into an alternative Earth plays a couple of episodes out there and this one ends with the actual destruction of Earth and the Doctor mm-hmm. barely escapes Back into you know his control room his console TARDIS thing and back to normal Earth. It's brilliant. You know, I, I remember reading the novel of that actually before, I, long before I saw the series. Feeling that this is a cliffhanger. It's brilliant. You know they actually destroyed the Earth. They keep threatening to do it in in every Doctor Who story, but here it actually happens. And again, yeah. the Doctor sees it. Brilliant. And yeah, a lot of season seven cliffhangers are are, are pretty good like that Uh, there's um yeah we've got a few on on facebook on our page um we have uh let's have a look who we got here so we got uh lacey taylor um, who says, when oh, yeah. Ace turned round and we saw her glowing yellow eyes in episode two of Survival, yes, that's true. That's a good one as well, actually. We know something's going on with Ace, but what is it? What could it be? She's turning into an alien. Oh, an alien cat, or is there more to it? Of course, there's much more to it, but, yeah, that's a good one. we got got uh, Christelle Holmes, who says the Doctor turning into an angel. Uh, so that's obviously a popular one, isn't it? We've had... Yeah. um Quite a few people agree with you on that one. On uh, we, we put a post on the Doctor Who uh, page, Doctor Who Infinity, uh, which is brilliant. Um, and they've, so some people have come back on that one. Let's have a look. So you've got to do this where it says all comments rather than just relevant oh, comments. Yes, What's yeah. the difference with What makes a comment relevant on Facebook? You know, it's on your post. It's therefore relevant. You know, it's it's weird. However, they decide what's relevant or whatever. What have you got? Um, uh, Deadly Assassin episode three from John Hamilton. A few people listening yet. Yeah, Genesis Daleks four from Ian O'Hagan uh david campbell uh has has come up with a few he says you can't just pick one so i'm going for my top four from classic and modern the time warrior episode one yes when links the suntaran removes his helmet and we see his face Mm. his potato features for the first time actually the suntarans have given us some really really good cliffhangers Mm. um two of them at least just by taking off their helmets Uh, if not (laughs) if not three or four but also Episode one of the two doctors does the same sort of thing. I was astonished again, you know, when um when it when it's revealed that it's some about to invade that space station. Um uh, David's also gone for uh Terror of the Zygons, episode one. Yes, Pyramids of Mars, Earth Shock, episode one. Army of Ghosts, yeah, that was a good one, yeah. wasn't it? You remember that when um, yeah. those strange ghostly figures that we kind of know as Cybermen actually turned out to be Cybermen? Yes. Uh, Utopia, which we said, turn left. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, the name of the Doctor, ah, oh, that's true as well. The name of the Doctor revealed um, that ending, wasn't it? And introducing John Hurt as the Doctor. Yeah, and it's like, what? How? John Hurt and how what, what? Another brilliant, brilliant moment from the modern series. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I love that. Um, oh, there we go. Zach Holland on uh, Doctor Who Infinity has gone for Inferno, episode six. Exactly the yeah. same one that I wrote down there, which is brilliant. Yeah, that's uh, that's all good. Um, somebody else, Tim, has written Terror of the Vervoids, episode one, and episode two, for that matter. Um, I can't recall. Tim, but um let's go with it and say yes it's not my favorite one i'll be honest apologies um oh is that where mel screams in tune with the with the the, the theme tune or something she hits that top note or whatever it is <clears throat> it might be one of those might, might be. be episode one when it's all kicking off there's explosions in the mm. hydroponics center and and stuff and Uh, I can't remember if so too, but, um, and then final one, I'll just read out here. Actually, there's a few more, but let's go with uh, Henry, Henry Hugh Watkinson, who says in the sea devils, the master and the doctor have a sword fight. The master throws a dagger at the doctor, but we don't see it land until the next episode. Yes, yeah. yes, we do have a few shonky cliffhangers in the, yes. the, the, the story, the series of Doctor Who, where it just seems to be kind of reach a point and it's just cut edited at the at the wrong moment, and it's like it's too late. That's what we've got to go with. It's yeah, already yeah, we've, sent we've off now out, yeah. to to, <laughs> yeah. the, to the to the to the broadcasting bit to the aerial man, the aerial yeah. people, right, whatever yeah. you know, <laughs> guys the, who the, press uh, the button. We can't pe- stop it now. Piece of <laughs> you can imagine of that, seminators. can't you? Yeah? Yeah, the Doctor Who office sends, sends a runner over to, to the broadcasting house or whatever, trying to get the get to the can of film before it's broadcast. Yeah. And he runs in and he's, wait, Doug, the episode of Doctor Who. Doug, don't show it. We can't have Reddit. We can't show it. It's literally, I can't. And Doug's like, what's that, mate? Now nah, it's too late, Gov. It's already in the can, mate. Yeah, I ain't got to do anything now. Uh, yeah, but we still got, we still got eight hours, haven't we? <laughs> all right, now right. it's once in a can, it's in a can go. You, you ain't gonna stop it now, so sorry, mate. You should have thought that that before you came over. Now, if you would have done what I said and as you showed it in shot, then you'd been all right. But I'm, I'm really sorry, mate. You know, I can't. It's more than my job's worth, isn't it? You know, and to be honest mate after this we're just going to throw the fuckers in the skip anyway so what's the problem don't worry about it no one's going to see it again no lifetime value apparently that's what it is so yeah we'll just trash it after anyway so don't worry about it love you get yourself back home get yourself down to bakers grab a spud get back uh get back mate in doctor Who, whatever it is whatever yeah <laughs> <sighs> that's what it is well, Doug, Doug, Doug's got a lot to answer for mate I
1: tell yeah Doug's obviously been on your mind yeah yeah Doug
0: <laughs> see that over there that's Doug Doug's dead Sorry, Doug. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, it's great fun, mate. I've enjoyed this chat, it's been a lot of yes, fun, it's been as good. always. So, um on that note. Oh, wait, um, wait, 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 no, 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 not on that note, on the best cliffhanger ever, and I'll be gutted, I wouldn't be able to sleep tonight unless I'd forgot, unless I mentioned this one, but we have to, we have to give a mention to the shonkiest of all cliffhangers, the cliffhanger that may have seemed okay in the writing of it, in the script, I believe it was, and it actually, it was all signed off, they acted it out, they filmed it from different angles, they edited it, they put it together, and it was all signed off and sent down to Doug, but when you watch it on a TV you think, what what is that? It is the literal cliffhanger of Sylvester McCoy's seventh doctor climbing over the edge of a railing in Ice World in Dragonfire at the end of episode one to get himself into a position where you could where he is literally on a cliffhanger, cliffhanger literally <laughs> hanging from a cliff. Now, they just about get away with it, because in that very same story, there's a lot of discussion about the kind of existentialism and metaphysics and you know, all kinds of stuff like that, and it is a little bit meta in a lot of ways, so actually having that as a cliffhanger kind of works, yes. even if it wasn't intended, and even if the director, Chris Cuff, goes, I have no idea i just no idea it just went wrong everything was working yeah but it just went wrong and sometimes they do and sometimes it's too late and doug's gonna go sorry mate you've had your time that's it it's in the can yeah it's queued up now ready to go three to one it's off so but that's that's part of the the enemies yeah that's part of the brilliance of doctor sometimes it mostly it works sometimes it doesn't but we don't care we love it anyway
1: so, this has been fun talking cliffhangers. And um, if you already tweeted us your uh, favourite cliffhanger, thank you. We couldn't read them all out tonight. But um, if you haven't Pure told us, night. do let That was a really popular know. post. It was very popular, yeah. yeah. It was really good. Um, so, thank you for that. And, thank um, you very much. Stick with us. We'll be back on Who Corner to Corner uh, podcast very soon. We're going to have a very special guest who goes by the name <gasps> of...